Hello, can I hear myself? I think I can. Hey y'all, I was just in here talking to my camera, which is Patreon. This is a live episode, so like, well, it's not live because obviously y'all aren't listening to this as I'm recording it, but it's live in the sense of today is Thursday and it is releasing on Thursday. So normally I have this ahead of time and I post it but this past week has been insane and so kiki palmer if you are listening to this or if anybody who is in direct contact with kiki palmer i need you to tell her that i would like her to be the character that plays me in the the biopic of my life because i feel like she is the actress that embodies me you know and then maybe I don't she's definitely going to be like me in my prime right but I need who's going to be childhood me I'm not really too familiar with too many childhood actresses right now like child actresses or like younger actresses um but I don't know I feel like maybe with Viola Davis the older Kia I don't know but I just know I I'm very I want Kiki Palmer to play me. I feel like that's the only person who can play me. Um, so we need to get this thing on a road production. Where y'all at? Let's get this thing on and popping. Um, but yeah, this is a, this has been the most insane week. Okay, I like softly wrote down because I be trying to to write it down. Cause y'all know I just I just get to talking and then it's all over the place and I don't really know where to go from there. Let me move this in so y'all can hear me because I'm sitting on the couch okay i can't like i can hear myself in the headphones and i see the sound waves going so i'm assuming that it is recorded and it sounds great but y'all know y'all get whatever y'all get what the fuck i give you because let me just give you the rundown of my week okay i'm looking at my notes um okay so the last time i recorded was last wednesday the day before well that's the last time i recorded a full episode it was the day before it just shit went down so like Wednesday, I went to work. Wednesday was a chill day. Thursday, okay. Thursday, um, what happened? Let me look. I wrote it down. Th- okay, so Thursday, Katie and I went to do to the bar. So y'all know grad school. Grad school has been so much fucking fun. It's a lot of work. It is. Um, and I also found out that it's not gonna be as quick. Well, I knew it wasn't going to be a quick process, but I was under the impression that I would be in school for the next two years and then I would get my licensure, which is technically correct, right? But I'll graduate with a graduate license. So there's no, to my knowledge, at least not, and I don't, because once you start throwing state legislations and, and all that stuff into it, it gets a little wonky, but... To my knowledge, I, is it Maryland? Well, anyway, 
as with a graduate license, the idea is that you are practicing under someone else. So whether that's a, a medical center, a community center, or a private practice, um, you are getting supervision hours. Well, you have to. You're within the next two years. Um, you're getting supervision hours from an actual, fully licensed art therapist or just therapist in general um, before you can become a fully licensed art therapist. I think in, in the whole process to receive my official licensure, I need 3,000 hours of direct client interaction. Um, and so I know like the first 1,000 hours I'm going to get in my grad school experience um, with shadowing and like the the stipulations for what constitutes as an hour um I use like two big words in that sentence and you know sometimes I'm very much like I just be using words because they sound good and then I'll be like wait a minute that's not what I was supposed to do um but anywho I was talking about hours and yeah so what constitutes as a clinical or like hours towards your licensure um in under well not undergrad in the actual graduate program is different than once I start the field like once I start the field the next 2,000 hours that I need to get are like direct client I I can't count doing paperwork um and in doing notes and things like I have to be interacting with my clients um so it's the idea that after I graduate my program's two years and then within the next two years I'm working full-time to get my clinical hours or my um my client hours it's some other name for it I don't fucking know um so I say all of that to say that it's really gonna take me four years to become a fully licensed therapist um which is not a problem at all um I I'm having a the greatest time I was supposed to start grad school last year and I don't know if I said this before but if you're new here welcome I talk a lot I lose my train of thought a lot and I repeat myself sometimes but y'all still here people are still here so somebody like it um so it's hot I knew I shouldn't have turned that fucking AC off y'all I was talking to Patreon before I turned this on it's hot in here but you know my air conditioning be loud so I be trying to be courteous and I the I have not gone to bed at like a good reasonable time at all the past week that's why I started this is what I'm talking about my week it's been fucking insane like I didn't even get in the house till four o'clock in the morning last night um and I definitely just said fuck it and I laid on the couch and I found a comforter and I fell asleep but then also like the the window the my balcony door like that whole wall is the window and I get a lot of natural light in my apartment so I have to have the blinds closed because I'm gonna wake up baking and right now I'm baking but blankets are comfortable for me and this is not a blanket this is a comforter so it's much thicker but I ain't got no pants on I have on panties. I don't usually be having on panties sometimes. I, I be raw dogging it. I don't raw dogging jeans though. That's a little crazy. Didn't want to clit. Wild. Um, you gotta be like a, a masochist. Is that the right word? I can Google it. Let me turn this AC on first because bitches is getting delirious. Whew. Sorry, y'all. On Patreon, if my necklace is um whatever damn i'm just knocking shit with my kneecaps my bad y'all my bad where my headphones at right here 
Okay. It's back on. If y'all hear that in the background, oh fucking well, because mama is hot. Literally in um figuratively. Well, it's not really figuratively because I'm a hollow spicy. Y'all saw my menu. I'm so proud. I officially released my um my 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 menus as a sensual dom. I'm so excited. I'm having so much fun, y'all. Um, go check it out. Uh, 21 plus. Uh, 18 plus. But, like, really? No. Mm, I don't know. I'm still figuring that out. But, like, no kids. Stay away. Mm-mm, I don't need none of the kids. Um, but back to what I was talking about. Uh, do, 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 do. What was I talking about? Where's my notebook? Well, I started out with talking about Katie. But, oh, that's what happened. I was talking about grad school. So I was supposed to start grad school last year, um, but didn't. And now I'm starting. And I'm starting at the same time that I'm starting my sex work journey. And um, everything is aligning. Everything is aligning. Like, the same things that we're talking about in um, school about consent and informed consent are some of the same well not some of they are the same things that i'm learning and being able to hold space with people or for people um and making people feel comfortable like sex is such an intimate a lot of things in this world if it's safe to argue that like everything um focuses around sex but at the same time we're so shamed for it even though it's so natural and it's literally how all of us got here in in some type of sexual act um had to be i mean even if like you weren't penetrated and you had ivf like some nigga had to go to the fucking clinic and jerk off and, and into a cup and you donate a sperm you know what i'm saying like it was still a sexual act that that started it um i don't think i don't know if we've gotten to the point of lab grown babies but i mean technically i'm not gonna get into that that's a lot i'm not gonna get into that but the point is some act of sex created all of us um and so for it to be so shamed but also is shamed more so for women um and sex is looked at um from like a gratification point i don't is gratification a word it's a word today um for men and not really women but i have been finding that the people i have chosen to share energy with because everything comes down to energy um you know you're you're in an intimate space you're sharing a lot of yourself with another person do you feel safe with that person? Do you feel comfortable with that person? And if you don't, then you shouldn't be doing it. And because you're like, you're, you're making ties with a person. Like you really need to be conscious of who, who you're letting within your sacred space. Um, does that person uplift you and hold you? That doesn't uplift you and hold you. Is that what I'm trying to say? I, I know I'm trying to say uplift, but I don't know if like a uplift and hold is it right i don't know i'll be talking y'all know what the fuck i'm trying to say um yeah sorry lost my train of i'm so bad at this no i'm not i'm not bad at this but sometimes like i really 
my train of thought just I think it's because I because I be talking and then I start thinking like is this is this making sense but it do make sense but then I be like no it don't Kia and then I have that internal battle of like it makes sense it doesn't make sense anyway let me just fucking get back to my week and how crazy it was so I brought up grad school because if like I my grad stuff has been like my work has been attached at the hip I go almost nowhere without my work um and so Katie and I had went to the bar last Thursday because she had to do some work and I was still doing work so it was like okay like let's just take our work to the bar so she's working I'm working we having a good time the lady at the bar wouldn't let me use the picture like a picture of my id i was a little salty but i was like okay maybe that's just the higher power saying you don't need to be drinking anyway so she wasn't trying to let me get an angry orchard because angry orchards be bussing and if you're like oh cider's not real beer care i don't care i don't like beer i'm a cider bitch ten thousand percent okay give me a six pack of angry orchard and i will be lit like not like stupid lit but I start getting there. It's a fun time. I fucking love Angry Orchard. Bolt Rock uh, Apple Cider is also good. And I saw they got some new flavors. So I might dabble in that. But yeah, she wouldn't let me get my fucking Angry Orchard. So there was a big family there. And it was a little little loud, right? We was like, dang, in the middle of the day? Like, it's Thursday at 12 p.m. What's happening? Um, But they actually were there because unfortunately they were celebrating a funeral and i say celebrating because like they they was they was celebrating like they were having a good time yes yeah, sad but it was just like they were still celebrating that person's life and and celebrating each other um and so that was really beautiful to see that that little that, that black family they was having a great time and so one of the people who was there he was getting ready to leave and this other dude was like nah before you leave come come take this shot da 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 and the dude was like, nah, I'm trying to go home and take a nap. So Katie decided she wanted to interject. And she's like, come take this shot before you take the nap. So then that's when the dude was like, yeah, yeah, come take this shot before you take the nap. So he come over, both of them come over to the bar. They get to talking to us. And they was like, oh, shots for everybody. So I was like, I can't take a shot because I don't have my ID. And so he's like, who said that? I run this bar. No, he don't. He don't run that bar. But he just be there all the time. So... Um, he starts talking to the lady about ordering a shot. She's like, no, no, she can't have any. She, she doesn't have her idea. I'm like, all right, bro, like, you're doing a lot, but whatever. So when she's not looking, why he sneak me his shot? But I'm not going to say no. I remember three shots. I'm not really sure. Like, I was not blackout drunk. I wasn't crazy drunk. Um, I, I, would, I wouldn't even say I was drunk. But I did lose track of shots. And I was like, how the fuck did we get here? Because Katie wanted to fucking put her business in other people's business. Like, bitch, you be the main one. Well, Katie do be drinking. But she be the main one ready to take a nap. Why did you let that man go home and take a fucking nap? Now we in the bar fucking drunk as shit. And I'm trying to do homework and you trying to work. Like, how? The whole point was to avoid this. And this is exactly where we ended up. So, I never really got the, the guy's name. His name is Unk. Everybody was calling him Unk. He's Unk. And then we met Nephew. And we were supposed to go to nephew's birthday on Sunday, but it ended up not happening. Um, but yeah, we was at the bar with uncle, nephew, and cousin, and brother, and all of them. Like, we were having a fucking ball. I had a blast. Um, and then I came home, and I, I had signed up for this virtual wax class. Because I think the, the wax class is like in... Were they in New York? 
No, they were actually in Detroit, Michigan. It was a dungeon in Michigan that I had found um, the event through FET. And so I got a virtual ticket, but I slept through my alarm. So I woke up in the middle of, I think like, it wasn't that late. I think I woke up like 20 or 30 minutes into it. So I didn't really miss a lot, but I still, I wanna, I have until today actually, cause it's 24, not 24 hours. However many hours is in a week. Hey Siri. Oh wait, no, I don't wanna do that too loud. Cause um, my phone might pick up and stop recording let me get up and check that real quick because y'all i'm so fucking mad i recorded a mini so last week oh shit okay i recorded a mini so okay we still good we know. i recorded a mini so last week and my dumb ass didn't fucking turn the camera on. i mean not the camera the uh the mic on so i recorded a whole 20 minutes of just silence um and then i was gonna um keep the audio well, I said this in a mini-sode already, so y'all go check out this week's mini-sode. Um, but even then, this week's mini-sode, that was another reason why it took me so long and I'm recording the day of, because I ain't got no fucking space on my phone, so I'm trying to transfer a lot of my videos. I take so many videos, and I cut videos, and I take screenshots. Like, it's just a whole bunch of nonsense. And when it's easier for me, sometimes I'll, like, text stuff out, but sometimes it's just easier for me to send a video of me talking to people. And so that's where, like, a lot of my no-context clips come from. But um, it's easier for me to send a video. And so I send the video, and then it saves, and I forget about it, and I'll just go through my phone. I'm like, what's this? And then it's me saying some wild off-the-wall shit because I'm, I'm very unhinged. If y'all haven't got that by now, um, I don't know what to tell you. This is a, a train wreck in an unhinged, unhinged podcast. I don't know what I'm giving. You don't know what you're getting. But we just we love that for each other we're here supporting each other so if you've been here since day one and even if you haven't been here since day one if you just trickled across this and you're like i fuck with her i fuck with you thank you because i wouldn't be doing this if y'all weren't here so i do genuinely appreciate the support so yeah um took a wax class virtually learned a lot super excited to start incorporating that i actually um my cousin is coming over tomorrow and um i'm gonna do a wax play scene with her um because we went to on i'm looking at my list so I can, on this tuesday i went to an in-person wax class and actually got to like try it out um, and she came with me. So uh, that's the, the, for grad school, what I've been doing. Um, so like, and, and I talked about this last week, but professionalism, professionalism and ethics, I'm learning a lot more of the mechanics and like self-awareness with yourself, checking in with yourself, checking in, the importance of checking in with other people um, and really advocating for communication. And I took a rope class last night and, it opened my eyes that the um the instructor made a correlation that I never thought about of like how you can't practice rope play or get involved in this work um without acknowledging that rope is actually very dangerous and rope could it has the potential to kill people like if you look at the history of it in the United States of America or just in general like rope has been used for lynching black bodies and you know it's it's a shame that people don't always 
make those connections um and it's like this could be the importance of communication because if you're working with somebody and you're doing a rope tie like it could possibly trigger somebody um and you don't know and they might not know what it is but when you put things into perspective like i i know me personally i don't like handcuffs in the bedroom right um i am fine with being restrained but for a very long time um as i was growing up and like you know, you see like the little furry handcuffs with the keys and stuff. And I didn't know about rope, obviously, or I didn't know about other wrist cuffs or other ways to do. Why is my computer? Okay, I say it's still recording. I didn't, I didn't know about other devices or other besides like maybe like using a tie or something or a belt or whatever. But I say I've never been a fan of handcuffs, right? And it wasn't until recently, this may or may not be the case, but I feel like this more so aligns with it of that handcuffs to me automatically remind me of police brutality and police and just all the different stories that we've we've heard and seen um and some of us have experienced i've never um i've never been arrested but i have seen people be arrested very aggressively in front of me like um so handcuffs for me are not anything i want to use in play um probably ever and i think that I because I, I it's because I make that a connection and it makes me uncomfortable so bringing it back to rope of like you know and it it really just took me probably I probably made that realization like two weeks ago um and so that's not to say that that's going to be the reaction in everybody but it's like you know somebody starts having a visceral reaction in the middle of a scene um that could be a possibility like of, of the trigger like yes the rope is beautiful yes you can do all these fascinating things with it but you do have to recognize the danger in it and then they also talked about um like appropriation um and how rope is coming from the Japanese culture um and how when it comes over and I don't I don't really know the difference between eastern and western i I don't I don't know that cardinal directions I think is America Western is that like I never really know when people are talking about that uh like in, in school I've never picked up on that so whatever I know in America we always stealing shit and trying to make it our own because we're lazy and we do whatever else but um they were saying how like an example a leg tie like a uh the bends that you like when you have your leg like this um and you do a tie that the japanese term is futomomo which means um fat leg i believe that's what it means fat leg um and it's because when you're bending your leg and tying it like as you on patreon can see like it's it's bringing your leg together and making like this fat like it's literally like a, a chicken a chicken leg do chickens have backs I guess they do like the head is up here and then it has like the neck and the the back huh anyway um yeah futomomo so <laughs> the leg um futomomo is it translates to like fat leg but they were saying that like in the u.s you'll hear people say fudo um for short 
but fudo translates to just fat in Japanese. And so if you're talking to someone um, from Japanese culture and you say like, oh, do you know how to do a fudo tie? You're literally saying, do you know how to do a fat tie? And it's just like, what are you even talking about? And they were saying something about like, there's a, um, I forget what the full term was, but um, the full term means high hands. So it would be, my understanding is any type of tie where your hands are literally high. So like right now, for those of you listening, my hands are above my head. So that would be considered the, the whatever, I forget the name, whatever it is. Um, and yeah, like your hands have to be in a high position. But they were saying that it's like with your hands behind your back. And let me turn around y'all so y'all can see. I don't know if y'all can see, but anyway. Um, so like people will call this with the hands behind their back a TK, um, which in Japanese culture, that does not translate to anything. And they were saying that they were in a, in a class and like everybody kept saying TK. And then finally the teacher had asked the translator, like, what the fuck is, what are, what are they talking about? Because that's just not a thing. Um, but they were saying that the full, it's like TK is short for the full name, but you need to say the full name because of, again, that translation piece. Um, and so if you're not going to take the time to really understand like the, the language, then, you know, I think this would be called like a box tie or something. I forget exactly what they said. But anyway, behind the back, this would not be a TK. This would not be a TK. And for those of you listening, the my hands are like, like when you get arrested and your hands are behind your back low, like probably above your butt. Unless you have like short T-Rex arms, then it's probably like hovering above your butt. Anyway, um, I'm not arm shaming. <laughs> um, or if like your hands are like this. And so right now my hands are behind my back and they are parallel. I'm kind of holding my elbows. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but that also wouldn't cons- uh, constitute as or qualify. I don't know. Um, as a, a TK, which again, TK is not the proper. But here, where my hands are, they're up, they're facing up, almost like spirit fingers behind my back. That is still not the the full term, and I, I'll eventually look that up so I can I can give better um, information. Um, but this would be considered that for the simple fact that my hands are up high and facing like up but everything else the placement of my hands wouldn't qualify as that word um but yeah and the importance of like communication because it, it, I never really thought about it this way um because sex is so shamed um a lot of people do not have the luxury or the freedom to be open about their lifestyle, um, the things that they're doing within the the kink community. And so, you know, you're engaging in a scene, you're playing with someone, uh, and it's like, no matter what you're doing, you have wax, like wax play, electro play, rope play, anything, there is the danger, like you, your risk, there's risk. And as a dominant or as a top, a person who's providing that service to someone, you need to be cognizant of that, of those risks. And it's your job as a dominant or a top to mitigate as much of that as you can. Um, Because 
you want it to be a pleasurable experience but also as a submissive like you also hold a lot or a submissive or a bottom you also hold a lot of power but there also needs to be that constant communication between the two of you because you cannot guess how someone's feeling um and y'all both have to check in with each other y'all it's important to go into a scene knowing what's acceptable and not so negotiating like this is what i'm comfortable with this is what i might be interested in like can we ease our way into this um and, and really having that uh because should something happen um you know maybe you're engaging in rope and the rope is too tight and now there's like some circulation issues or nerve damage or maybe you're doing like anal training or anal play and you're pegging someone or something gets stuck up somewhere it's like okay now what do we do like if we have to go to the hospital how do you how do you want to handle this because as your dominant maybe i'm out about you know all of what i'm doing but you have not disclosed this this part of your life for whatever reason maybe you're just not you just don't want people in your business or maybe you have something on the line like a job or, or family whatever the case it doesn't matter it's just not something that you want to share with the world but now we're in the er because there's a fucking object stuck stuck in your your ass you know um so making sure one that when you're engaging and it you don't even have to be in the kink community like this is just safe practices all around like being open and honest about anything that's going on with you how you want to handle things like just to make everybody feel safe and comfortable at the end of the day um yeah so i'm having a great time i'm learning a lot um yeah so that was thursday the bar aunt cousin brother nephew all of that the virtual wax class friday i had uh spent the day with tal and she came over she helped me with my grad school project um because i think the first week i'm i am gonna post the pictures after i'm done with grad school um or once i'm done with my photography class uh because i i believe i mentioned it last week but i'm centering all of my photos around kink so the first one um the first assignment i did my taste of mango jars if you don't know what i'm go talking about go to my page underscore simple elegance um and my temper temptress mango highlights but um my taste of mango jars when i first started making them uh so i started photographing those because uh, i think what was the assignment I don't remember what I think I think we had to play with framing and and focusing um in like the relation of objects um because pictures are stories and so what story are you trying to tell and then the second week we had to um the artist that we studied uh Sally Mann um her method is really interesting and she'll just like sometimes like she takes pictures just because like the novelty of it whatever she sees like if she sees and I, a lot of photographers do that too but um you know she has like a series of um dog bone photos where she just saw a dog bone and she was like this is cool let me photograph it and everybody was like oh my god what is the meaning of this like 
it's just a fucking dog bone. I thought it was cool. <laughs> um, and then she has like some other series that were really interesting. Like this um, one that spoke to me was uh, her body farm series. And so she had went to, I forget exactly where, but it was like some, I think it was a, a campus, a university that has a, a cadaver farm. Um, and so she was just like walking around and it was literal dead body. At first I was like, what the fuck? I was so confused because it looked, some of the pictures looked like fake bodies and it was, they were in different stages of decomposition. So you had like fresh, fresh bodies and you had like the people that were just bone in, in whatever, you know, if they had clothes on or whatever, but it was like nature was also consuming them. And just the way she photographed it was really beautiful and like, um, doing that assignment uh i really i really enjoyed that assignment because um the and i've talked about death a lot but it's inevitable you know and it's scary it's uncomfortable um but it's oddly like the idea of it is beautiful and like i've i've found it's easiest for me to cope when because it was like one starting in 2018 I just started losing people left and right like of all ages of all crazy different circumstances and it was a lot to process but something that I really started to try to do was like because I used to have panic attacks a lot around death the idea of death is like oh my god what about me what about my mom what about the people like it, it it sent me into panic attacks and um then I just started losing a lot of people and it hit me of the reality of it all um and that it could happen at any moment and you know uh how do I cope I think about my favorite parts of that person and I try to emulate those characteristics right um and so I found that a common theme between all of them is that they provided some type of love and light like regardless of who you are right um it was always a good time around them um and i'm not religious i'm agnostic i do believe that there's a higher power um because it just wouldn't make sense for us to be on this universe without that um but I'm not super religious and it's not to shame anybody. You know, your beliefs are your beliefs. It really doesn't have anything to do with me. Like I'm I'm in the business of minding my business, okay? I really don't give a fuck. As long as you're not being disrespectful to me or another person, you can really do whatever you choose to do. Um, but I say that because I've always felt weird telling people like I'm sending you thoughts and prayers because the actuality of it is I don't pray. I feel the way I was introduced to the concept of praying was not, it's not something that I really resonated with. So me saying, oh, I'm sending you thoughts and prayers and condolences or whatever, I would say that for a long time, but it doesn't feel genuine to me. It doesn't feel like I truly mean that. And it's like, I'm saying that, but I'm not even doing it, right? So instead, I tell people I'm sending you light and love because that that is what I have tried to exude from them and I want to extend that same energy. Like I now feel like I am a vessel in which light and love emits through. And so I want to send that to you because life is fucking hard. Like if there's anything you learn from this podcast, life is fucking hard and I hate it, um, but I love it. Um, 
done with my little spiel. So, uh, my second assignment I did, I was walking from Broccoli City and I found a stick on the ground and I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, so I've been using like my rope. The first project I did the jars and my rope. And then the second project I did the rope and, um, a, a random wooden uh, wood stick that I found. And then my third project that I just submitted was a portrait project, which is why Tal came over because she was my subject. And we went out to Baltimore. Uh, we had a lot of great food. Oh my God, I had this baked potato that had, it was like an Alfredo baked potato with crab meat and chicken breast. Oh my God, that shit was busting. Oh my God, it was so good. Um, and then I had like a, a jerk chicken patty and we had some chicken wings. Oh my God, that shit was so good. Um, I felt like we had something else. We were just eating. And then um, we went to Spencer's and I bought some new toys, y'all. Speaking of toys, head on over to Balesa and use code BB2S1PNUTS for 30% off. I'm actually, you know what? <clears throat> Insert ad here. Y'all, a bitch just started grad school. So what does that mean? A bitch is stressed. And what should a bitch do when she feeling stressed? Hydrate and masturbate. I got the Demi one. I got the Air Vibe. I got the Thrust. And I got the Pebble. So we about to be busting nuts all summer, you heard? So head on over to Balesa using the link in the description and use code BB2S1PNUTS because we busting all the nuts, baby. Boom. All right. Back to properly scheduled programming. Is it really proper? Because all this shit is just all over the place. Anyway, um, so my third project was portraiture. And I actually did not enjoy that because it didn't work out in my head as I thought it would. And I had to do a self-portrait. So I still included the rope. Like I had, um, and I actually made a video that I'm probably going to post in Patreon. That's the intent. Um, I had recorded the uh, session with, or the process. I wouldn't say it was a session, but I recorded the process of me tying up towel and like taking some of the pictures and stuff. So I got it. I haven't actually watched it yet. Um, Cause I, that's not, I'm just like, I have a, a archive of videos that I've started making, but you know, it, it they're just there. I'll get to them. I'm, I'm still, still working out this balancing act. But anyway, um, so we did that. And um, I included rope. I tied, I did a tie on her. And then I, we didn't have enough time. And I was like, I, I don't know. My approach to learning things is once I'm curious, I just start doing shit like pole. I took a pole class. I loved it. Um, and then the world shut down and I was stuck in the house. And I was like, all right, I'm just about to start spinning. So I am very much self-taught in that way. Um, and now that I've, I've been, I, I go to classes and I learn from other people. Um, but that's how I kind of entered this rope thing. And I'm glad that I, I knew I got tied up. I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I need to know more. Um, and I was just kind of playing around with stuff in the house. Like I bought my own rope and I just started doing whatever looks cool. Um, but now that I'm taking this class as a series over the next four weeks and learning from like a professional, um, I'm getting more understanding of, of what to do. And this is definitely something that, like, I I plan to provide services. Because I'm trying to work my way up to suspension. Um, and I know it's going to 
rope is something you have to have patience for. Uh, and I'm ready to have all the time in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm very much, if something interests me, I'll just kind of dive in full force. And then I'll start like I love I love learning. I'm having the best. I'm like I've been taking my little notepad and my notes are all over the place. But um, you know, like see, I went to a, a discussion group and we're talking about speaking up when discomfort arises. Like if you are if I'm if somebody's tying you or you're doing wax and it burns like it hurts, you need to say something because I cannot attest your pain now. If we've already consented, like, you know, you want pain, that's a different story, right? Like, you want to feel the pain. But if we talked about this and your pain tolerance is not a high one and that is not what you're trying to achieve, that's something that should be pre-negotiated. Like, okay, my pain threshold is a five. Don't go over five. And yes, I guess it could be hard to, like, gauge numbers. But that's where that communication piece comes in as while you're in the scene and you're pouring wax or you're tying somebody. Like, how does this feel for you? Are you are you still comfortable? Do you want to take it up or not? Should I bring it back? Like, keeping that um, communication. And if for any reason, if you are a bottom or a submissive, and your top or your dominant is like, um, you know, you tell them no or can you pull it back or whatever, and they're not, get out of that situation as best as you can. Um, unless, of course, that is part of um, a part of the negotiation. Like, uh, I'm not, don't quote me on this because I'm not 100% sure, but CNC, consensual non-consent, the point is kind of like you're, you're talking, you're doing things that are not consented to but that was already pre-negotiated y'all talked about that um and so i'm not gonna get too much into that because i'm not super familiar with that but i have been seeing that term pop up um a lot so it's something that i am gonna eventually like look into and read more but i'm not at a, a space where i i don't want to spread information that i i don't know and i want to do my best to to give proper education but um yeah so you know i went to the discussion group and said you know encouraging so the role of a dominant um is hold on i typed it i want to because i typed it real nice because i had somebody on my only fans um they reached out to me um and and was asking questions about it so um let me just get, read my little spiel, right? So I'm a sensual dom, and that means I virtually, physically, and mentally control my clients by triggering arousal through sensory activation and deprivation, all, of course, with their consent, right? Um, and so I choose, I accept clients however they choose to identify. I do not engage in any sexual activities, and so for me, what that means is I'm not having penetrative sex with anybody as, like, a dominant. I'm not going to have sex with you. Um, I'm not going to do like any oral things um but as a bottom I or if I'm you know a submissive to a chosen person but um I am fine with being penetrated with objects but like I don't want to have the physical insertion of a penis inside of me um but you could stick a dildo on a massage gun and go to town baby <laughs> anyway um but yeah so that's like 
one of the opening messages and he's like oh well a submissive application what is that and i asked if he was familiar or they i don't know who it is but i asked if they were familiar with dominant submissive relationships and they said no but they read on it we love when people take the initiative to do their own um, education but um basically dominant submissive is a power exchange dynamic where as a submissive you would be serving your dominant however they see fit however y'all see fit the upon the the terms and agreements of your negotiation um or your contract if it is like an actual you know that that relationship but um an easy example of that would just say is like let's say somebody's my submissive you would be helping me maybe part of our negotiations that part of what you do like a submissive's role my understanding and of course if anybody who is more knowledgeable on this, please feel free. Corrections, send corrections to two scrippers one pole at gmail.com. Um, or you can DM me about it. But um, the role of a submissive is to make the dominant's life easier. But as the dominant, you are responsible for your submissive. Like this person is relinquishing control to you putting trust in you to steer them in the right direction right um and that can look different depending on whatever it is so for me i would say as a submissive to me you would be helping me hone in my skills um the things that i'm interested in experimenting with and playing with you would be helping me that with that creating content or whatever i need in regular life or whatever whatever terms and agreements we come to right um and then my job though as a dominant is that safety piece of keeping your safety in mind whether that's physical mental or emotionally um because the shit that we're doing like you know some people like to be called degrading or they like to be beat or they whatever that is for them and so as they're dominant you know yeah you like impact play but i need to be mindful of how hard i'm hitting you where i'm hitting you how repeatedly i'm hitting you because that can quickly be like i'm hitting you in one spot and now all of a sudden that spot is now swollen and bruised and you can't sit on your ass for two months or whatever the case may be because i took it too far um so my role as a dominant is obviously to keep you safe but also to help you grow as a submissive in a person so if there's something that you want to work on so maybe you're really interested in pegging you've never done it before and that's something that you would like to explore it would be my job as a dominant to make you feel safe in exploring that part um of all of it um so that would be like my you know it's it's make sure you're you're with if it's something that you're interested in you're like oh my god i want to i want to go down this road like make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that you feel safe and comfortable with um to even just talk to to be in their presence you know um yeah i've met some great people and i'm having a great time um back to my week so yeah me and tal we went to spencer's i got some toys um then we did the photo shoot and then we went back out to this place called what's your pleasure in dc and y'all i can't wait till i get buku bucks because i'm gonna be in that fucking store they had all the gadgets i was having a fucking ball so i i was irresponsible and bought more stuff um so that was my friday saturday i went to a wedding 
I was out Delaware. Um, shout out to you, Shay. Such a beautiful family. Such a beautiful wedding. Like, I had a fucking ball. Um, and, of course, my work was right there. I I went. I had hung out with some of my friends before I went out. Um, and I had an assignment due the next day that wasn't uh, wasn't playing with it. So, I rode out Delaware um, for the wedding while I was waiting for the, uh, recept the, not the reception, the actual ceremony to start. I was in there reading, taking notes. And then... When we went to the reception while we was waiting for them to, you know, to set up the reception, I was taking notes, reading. During the reception, taking notes, reading, like, doing all of that shit. But, y'all, there was some fucking, like, the orders that they were walking around with trays on at that fucking wedding. Rache, like, you did a fucking bomb-ass job. Whoever picked that menu, oh, my God. It was like these little fucking little egg rolls they were i don't know what the, they were cheese like mini cheese steaks and i don't even be eating ketchup on my shit but i would oh my god it got to the point where the waitress it was like me and my my group of friends liana shout out to you um and me and a group of my friends were just in a circle devouring them shit like as soon as the waitress came out of the kitchen she knew to come to us and then it was like it was another woman who was working and she didn't she didn't know she wasn't hip yet and she walked past us uh-uh miss mama's tapper said uh-uh you skip my you skip my friends go to there like we was fucking them cheese steaks up oh my god i've never had something so delicious in my life well yes i have but it was amazing and then they had these like little crab ball oh god i'm about to fucking nut just thinking about that food it was so fucking good y'all Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did y'all know that they updated the wobble? Y'all need to be sent, like, y'all need to send out an all-staff email or something, like, broadcast on the TV or something. Because I was at this wedding, and side, before I get into that, though, I've already been self-conscious, right? Because I low-key forgot how the electric slide. I did. Um, I was, I was at, when I was in Philly, at Isha's brunch, like, it came on. And I think, you know what, it's probably because I'm high. I can't electrocide when I'm high because then I get too much in my head. So I was doing it, and I was like, I'm missing a step. And then once I realized I was missing a step, it just went downhill from there, and I couldn't catch up. But I was like, I was literally in. Who was calling me? I don't know who this is. I don't. Is this? Oh, my God. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm recording. And so, oh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 you're fine. It's just that I'm going to go check and see if the, um, if my, my phone stopped. And on my iPad, your number's not saved. Okay, so record. Okay. Your number's not saved. So I didn't know who I was answering the phone to, but I had a feeling it was you. Um, okay. But. Well, interview is over. It's a two-part interview. So I did the first part. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> it's Moni, y'all. But yeah, okay. You said you did um, the interview? I, I'm about to be on the way. I, I did the first part of my interview. I have to get a call back around like 4 or 5 to see when I'm going to do my interview on Tuesday. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. Just park in a spot and come on up. Okay, you cool. still have the, the, the... Don't yeah, say that. that's the, how I got it last time. Okay. Okay. Love you. See you Love soon. You. Um, what was I talking about? Y'all, I'm sorry. I just knocked the mic. Uh, cheesecake. Oh! The fucking electric slide. So, yeah, I was at Isha's brunch, and I couldn't really... Well, I could stop. I could have. But I was like, I have to I have to reconnect. And I'm pretty sure somebody made a comment out the side of their mouth that was like, 
what it it was something to like I don't know it was a, I heard a smart comment from someone um but I was like dang so anyway I forgot how to do that so then the next time I was presented with the the um the opportunity I don't really want to say opportunity because it wasn't like I was looking for it it just it happened it was at broccoli city and we're doing the electric slot and i forgot again and i was like okay it, it that it got to the point where i was like all right i really don't even know what's going on anymore so i'm gonna just stop because i feel like it wasn't a big group of us doing it because people was a little dry and i was like i have to stop because people are looking at us and i'm the only one in this group that has no idea what's going on so i'm gonna stop embarrassing myself like I will say I'm fine with embarrassing myself because my logic is if I embarrass myself, nobody else can embarrass me, right? Um, and but the, it comes to that time where it's just like, all right, bro, like this is unacceptable. You gotta stop. And so being self-aware is so important. Um, so yeah. And then the next day, I went to the um, the the Kalani Impact concert and. I forgot again and I was like oh my god like I I've, I'll never be able to electric slide but I got it I figured it out I did it at the wedding I'm good I can electric slide again it was just a brief moment of just not knowing what to do um can I I can't okay I don't really hear myself as I hear it but I don't anyway um so yeah, I'm doing the electric slide, finally got back on. I'm like, yeah, you know, of course they gotta do the the uh, Cupid shuffle, everything's good. Then they turn on the wobble and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go to town. And then they start doing some spinning shit and some like Charlie Browning and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I said, wait, I have never, and it, it must be some Delaware shit, or some Delaware and Baltimore shit because I've never seen that, I've never heard it and I was just, I didn't know so luckily there's one lady beside me we both when they started doing the spins we both looked at each other like what the fuck so we did the classic version because ain't nobody got time for that y'all could spin around and do whatever but that is something that needs to be a public service announcement y'all can't just be changing a fucking line dance and and expect like this this tiktok generation needs to stop okay it needs to stop. I'm tired of going into a song thinking, oh, I know the dance moves or I know the words. And then it's just some complete. No, that is not the move that I grew up on. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Who's up? I was just very caught off guard and very upset, if you can tell. Um, so then Sunday, um, I went to class and I was on my way home. I was like, I'm going to come home. I'm a, uh, well, I already told the car story. I already told y'all. My car broke down. Um, go back and check out this week's mini soap. So, around the corner from my house, car broke down. I'm just like, I need oil. Molly came and got me. We got some oil. I put it in, because it was, it, it was no oil in there. It was my fault. It's, it's been a while since I got an oil change, I will admit, and I've been driving. Like, make sure you're keeping in, with, you're checking in with your car, you're putting oil in that shit, because if the engine locks up, you're going to be in my predicament luckily my engine did not lock all the way up so it's still well i do need i am getting a new engine so yeah anyway um so friday so i'm on sunday i already kind of gave that spiel um monday i was like all right i put the oil in my car so it can make it somewhere i'm gonna take it to 
uh, the place to get my oil change, everything will be fine and dandy. I drove there, no problems. I drove back home, no problems. But I was like, I still don't want to do too much because I need my car. And so I had a, a pole class on Monday night. Y'all, I got my handspring. I have a twisted grip handspring, which um, if you pole, you know what I mean. If you don't know, um, you're you're like in this position. I'll, I'll post it in my story so y'all can see what I'm talking about. Um, but I, I got my handspring. I was so excited, like I was having a good day, y'all. So I took two classes feeling great got my handspring at the end of class like i was on cloud nine and i've been masturbating like a fucking rabbit i've been so fucking horny like i've had so much sexual energy i've just been in the house fucking who is this my ipad don't be telling me oh, okay this is a uh, towel okay i gotta i gotta call her back um but energy i've had so much sexual energy so i've just been feeling like i just need to release it all so i have been masturbating like nobody's fucking business bro like it's just been squirt everywhere and i don't it's just like i can't stop because i'm horny and i don't know what to do but at a certain point it's like bro it's a mess. I don't feel like cleaning up this mess. And I be feeling bad when I be squirting and other people got to clean up the mess. But it's like, you shouldn't have made me do that. Why you make me do that? Now we both mad that we standing in puddles. You know what I'm saying? But are we mad? No. But like in the after effect, it's like, bro, I really got to clean this shit. Like the other day, I was fucking masturbating and I was facing my balcony door, right? Because the natural light, I was I was recording, I was. And I had to get that nice, like the, the sun-kissed effect. And I fucking just squirted on the goddamn... um balcony uh door and it was just like like imagine being in a car wash and like all the water hits that's my um asmr that but yeah so it was like that and there's a fucking puddle at the bottom of my balcony door now i gotta clean it up like why did i make myself do that did it feel great yes in a moment but in hindsight it's like damn kia i should have been more considerate so i gotta work on orgasm denial anyway um why did i tell that I was on Monday, yeah. So Monday, I was like on my way from class. I was super hype. I was like, oh, I'm gonna take a hot bath. Like I'm gonna get myself prepared. I'm gonna do a little bit of homework. I'm gonna do a little bit of like content creation, like trying to get these. Cause I've been working on the menus that I released. I've been working on those for like a month. Like the original menu that I had made when I first started, it was so much going on. It was it was a lot. And it's, I still feel like there's a little bit, like this still needs to be tweaked, but I'm in a space where I'm more comfortable to start advertising it and um, how it is now. And I do plan to do like a little bit of rework, but not too much. Um, but yeah, so I, I had this whole plan of doing all that. And then um, my car got loud. I'm like, yo, Forrest, what you doing, bro? Like, it's it's past, is is it past your bedtime? Yes. So I'm sorry that I have you out this late, but like, for real, what you so loud for? Don't nobody need or want to hear that. And then he got to shaking a little bit. I'm like, all right, bro, like, come on. And mind you, I'm like 10 minutes from my house. I'm like, please, please don't do this right now. And so then I'm like trying to drive and I'm like, all right, this is getting uncomfortable. And Bella started doing the same shit and I was nervous. I didn't know what to do. So I pull over on the side of 495 mind you like where i was at 
it was three lanes and then two lanes merging in. So, like, I'm in the middle of five lanes. I'm like, I don't, and it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm just sitting there with my hazards on and my lights. Like, if I turn my lights off, then it's dark as shit, and I don't want somebody to not see me. Like, it was it was a lot going through my head, and I'm sitting here like, I don't know what to do. So I called my mom because um, I was like, I'm going to have to tell her regardless because I was trying to keep the oil change thing from her, but I was like, all right this doesn't seem like it's going to get better so i gotta let her know so we're sitting here trying to figure out what to do she's like we'll call roadside assistance and da 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 or do you want me to come to you and i'm like mom it's late at night like i don't need you out here you could barely see to begin with it's pat like when i called her you was yawning when you picked up the phone you don't need to be outside because i don't i don't know how to take care of my car like what you're my problems yes you're my mom and yes i'd be like oh a kid is a lifetime responsibility but my problems are truly not your problems and i don't want my mom out here because i was being a delinquent you know what i'm saying so she's like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'll come, I'll come to you. And I'm like, all right, well, you, we're sitting here trying to find a plan of action. I'm like, you're going to come to me, then what? I'm not leaving. She's like, you can't leave your car there. I said, I know. So what are you going to come and, and then what? What are we going to do? She's like, well, I'll just follow behind you. I mean, what is that going to do? And I was like, all right, well, if that's the case, I'll just, because where I was, I was six minutes from my house, y'all. Six fucking minutes from my house. And she's like, well, I told her, I was like, well, if you're going to come to me in the time that you're taking to get ready, I'll just, and I probably, if you're in a predicament like this, don't do what I did because it actually could have been very dangerous. And I, I because of my, like my actual job that I have to go to, I had to do defensive driving training. Um, so I learned how to operate a car in emergency situations, um, and it came so in handy because, and I say don't do not do what I did because it could have become an incredibly unsafe situation, um, but I was driving, and as fucking luck would have it, I am turning off of the highway, merging off the highway, and it's like a, it's like, I'm a, more or less, I'm turning to the right, and for me, when I am merging on and off the highway, more specifically because you're at a higher rate or just in general, even if it's like a, you know, like, I don't know, like Greenbelt Road. I don't think there's any turns like that on Greenbelt Road. But like if you're on a large, like a route, a route or like Baltimore Park, not Baltimore Park, Route 1, Baltimore Avenue, whatever, or maybe you're in Kenilworth. But I don't, I don't think that there's any um, turns like the one I'm describing but there are just in general, like long fucking streets. But I, I bring that up. I've been in two, the two car accidents I was in last year had that we were turning to the right and the car completely lost control. And I, there was one time in my first car that my car did a sim, did the similar thing. So for me, turning to the right makes me very uncomfortable. So if you're in the car with me and I'm driving, I will slow down tremendously taking those turns um, because it's just like I have to breathe my way through it or else I would I will get really overwhelmed. Um, and that's also part of the reason why I don't really like to be in the car with other people. Like I'm very hesitant about being I prefer, prefer to drive because I know when I'm in a car by myself, do I be making reckless decisions all the time? But I'm a little bit more cautious when other people are in the car, but not everybody's like that. And it really makes me uncomfortable when people just be hitting turns and they already be going fast. Like it, I don't I've never liked fast cars. Fast cars don't make my pussy throb. I don't know. Like if that's your thing, 
good for you, but it's not my thing. Um, and so, yeah. But as I was like merging, my fucking brakes stopped working. I mean, it turned into a fucking brick wall. So I'm sitting here like, luckily I already had the, I guess, wherewithal. But because I was so fucking traumatized, I was already going slow. But obviously I'm going down a hill. So my car is accelerating. And now my brakes aren't working as my car is accelerating. So I literally have no control over the car besides steering it. Y'all, I was like, please, Lord, please, 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 please. Do not let me hit anything and do not let anybody hit me. And so I, I was able to safely make it off the ramp. My car is just coasting, coasting. Shift the car to neutral as well. Um, but my car is coasting. And it just so happened, like when I, I got off the exit, I was able, because it was like one of those weaves. So if I had stayed on, I potentially would have gotten back. Like if I were actually able to work my car, I would have um, got back on the highway headed southbound. Um, but I was able, it was late enough at night that there really wasn't too many people. Well, nah, because motherfuckers was driving past me and my mom and my mom finally got there. But at the moment, everything worked out in the perfect time because everything could have went wrong so quickly and it didn't. Um, so I'm very grateful. But my car, I was able to get over into the main traffic lane and my car literally stopped right at the red light. Like at that line, my car stopped. And I was like, thank God. So then my mom came up and we had to wait for the tow truck driver um and the tow truck driver took me home um so that was my my monday right so my monday and my tuesday i want to do a special kia drives a tow truck because i went on an adventure with a tow truck driver it was actually the day in the life of a tow truck driver is amazing so if you're a tow truck driver shout out to you friend um i had a great time he was a really cool dude so he like dropped my car off and we got to like we got to talking cool people um and then the next day he had helped me take my car to my mechanic um but you know i was busy because tuesday i was in the house all day and i was working um and then i had uh my wax class that my cousin went came with me um but that was like late at night from like what time was that class that was like 7 30 to like 10 i think and then the the driver he was like he wouldn't be free till 10 anyway but he didn't even come you know he had a call he could have predicted that but he didn't even come to meet me until like probably going on midnight and i'm not gonna lie bitch was falling asleep i was like fuck this car but he 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 texted me at the right time because i woke up and i was like let's get this shit started so he took me to go drop off my car but then he got a call so he was like oh like is it cool if if you ride with me and i was like yeah that's cool so i just went on an adventure and y'all this car was stuck in like a ditch but it, it was it was like a the ground almost like in a cartoon where like the 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 ground just erupts and it's just a huge thing of water just starts flying out that's essentially what happened like it was it was mind-blowing it was crazy it was like how did i don't know how that even happened because the the ground was significantly tore up and i don't know if the car caused that or if he just wasn't paying attention and got himself stuck into that but i had a great time and that the the told you, he was whipping that thing i'm telling you um so i it's on the bucket list to drive a tow truck i'm gonna do a special kia drives a tow truck i should start doing specials like kia does this right what's some things y'all want me to do 
just do some what's some things y'all want to see me do um so that was tuesday and then yesterday it was um rope class and then i had my first dom session with someone i i was the sub i was like the the, the bottom for that um but overall just it's been a very roller coaster of a week my car is in the shop it is going to cost thirty five hundred dollars to fix the higher powers are gonna figure it out that's not my business y'all put me in this predicament y'all figure it out just guide me the right way and and i'll do whatever you need you know what i'm saying um very eventful week very busy week um today because i don't have a car i'm really just in the house my cousin as you heard she's on her way um she's gonna take me to work so i can do a couple of things that i need to get done and then tomorrow um we're gonna do um she's gonna help me with my next project for photography um so my teacher assigned everybody random words and um we have to obviously create a composition based on that so the word he gave me was memory um which is interesting because i've also noticed i've just been noticing a lot of patterns and i've also noticed really since the beginning of this year more so in march is where it really started hitting me but like the idea of nostalgia and like just the littlest things can take us and that's another that's another thing too like when you're doing this kind of work of just keep you don't know how somebody's going to respond to something so if you're doing like fire play um maybe lighting the fire in front of your submissive or your bottom could call like maybe if they were in like a car accident and the car got on fire sorry y'all this is like a trigger um or maybe they were in a burning building or something like to see the flame might be too much for them um, and so as a like as a dominant or as a top when you're preparing these scenes like you want to do fire play you both maybe it's something you're both interested in but your bottom has that trauma but you wouldn't know that unless you had that open and honest communication like you're dealing with serious stuff because if I light a candle and place it on your body and then you freak out and you move too fast and it, it falls over you could you can end up in the hospital with a third degree burn, like a third degree burn. So, um, you know, if you're doing this stuff, whether you decide to go into the kink community specifically, or you're just doing this like with your partner, you're just experimenting, whatever, and you're like, I don't really want to go into that. Like, it's still you need to be having open and honest communication with every step of what you're doing. Um, because you just don't know and anybody can have a panic attack even if you don't have anxiety um anything could just kind of trigger that like a traumatic response and also making sure that like as you are dabbling or you know putting your foot into things or as you're doing research uh making sure that you are working with people or learning from people that have some form of trauma um that, that they are trauma informed and being able to recognize that and like you know also too as as a dominant or a top because you you quite literally have someone's safety someone's life in your hands um making sure that you have the ability to like remain 
as calm as possible to mitigate because if you have two motherfuckers playing with fire and they're both freaking out that situation could just go even further left um so quickly so like being able to kind of check in and listening to your bottom or your submissive or whatever that relationship is between y'all um and like seeking your own um after whatever situation because that can be a lot like you you are holding space for someone else to be their most authentic self self and explore it y'all are exploring things together and they might have a visceral response to whatever nobody you know maybe you're you're tying them up and they have some unlocked memory of something or you're playing with fire you're playing with whatever the fuck you're doing knives or whatever and they have a reaction like it is your job as that top as that dominant person to kind of safely get them out of that that state and bring them back to safety to comfort um and that can be a lot for you so making sure that you are also taking care of yourself and holding space for yourself and so that also goes like i've, I've heard a lot of people say it and the people that I, I have started playing with and learning from um great people have entered my life and they've been talking a lot about like energy which is something i already started paying attention to beforehand even outside of kink like i am no longer in a space to receive to receive or to give my energy to everyone um one not everybody's deserving but two like energy exchange when you're it's a lot that that's happening there so you don't want to exchange energy with someone that you feel safe don't feel safe or uncomfortable with um and you have to be able to hold space for the person that you are engaging with um without while still maintaining a space for yourself um if that makes sense yeah so that was my week um that's it that's all i'm gonna add the intro music i'm gonna add my ad and then i'm gonna listen to this just how y'all listen to it so i hope this came out right um happy thursday uh join me on patreon uh i really you know what that's what i need to do that's my next i need to give myself that task of like i need to make a pre-recorded like join patreon join this point that because y'all know I, every 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 week i'll be like oh what am i supposed to say again um so i got the lesson taken care of patreon y'all go oh hold coming my cousin's here y'all patreon i ain't wearing no pants y'all should come over to patreon so y'all can see my booty cheeks hey cousin i'm literally just getting ready to record it's still recording hey y'all speaking to my boobies hey (laughs) y'all um subway oh that look good girl mm-hmm. um yeah so patreon come over here y'all just saw my booty cheeks they probably jiggled a little bit um three tiers go read uh i have to update the description but 
toy talk and y'all i haven't done it yet because one i'm waiting for y'all motherfuckers to come join me okay because i'm not gonna keep putting stuff up there because there's lots of stuff up there for y'all to fucking watch and read but the type of shit that i'll be talking about um main stage has a special segment toy talk so that's gonna be a main stage and champagne room so all of the toys y'all got some property nipple clamps i got this like little heat and wand i got a new flogger i got all types of shit um and you know i got balessa and balessa got some new toys so i'm gonna try to get some of them um and then that's the main stage in champagne room and then in the champagne room i'm gonna be doing tales of a sensual dom so just going more in depth like i said um my cousin is gonna help me with the what are you okay am i slow no that chair is actually very hard to so turn it around facing me and kick that top bar out yeah yeah no yeah and i actually stole those chairs don't steal don't be a thief um but i stole those chairs steal from corporations that got money to spare you know that's what i'm saying i'm telling you y'all be reverse robin hood anyway steal from walmart (laughs) oh of course walmart um so yeah tales of a central dom so like i said my cousin is helping me with my um grad school project i didn't tell them what it is i just told them that the word is memory because y'all gotta wait to see how the photos come out but i'm really excited but um i'm gonna record me like that whole session of me doing the wax scene on her and the, the photograph process like i said i did it with Tal too um but i haven't watched that footage yet so i don't know if it's going to be a situation where i just combine both of those and make like a a come a, like a combined clip duh okay that's what combined me um or if i'll post them separately we'll see uh but then also i got a lot of like i have a bunch of stuff of just talking about my journey and how we got here so that that kind of thing um send questions stories and topics to two scrippers one poll at gmail.com or you can dm two scrippers one poll um on instagram y'all y'all need to be submitting topics and questions because as y'all can see i could go on and on and on and on and on and i'm happy to go on and on and on and on but we can't always be going on and on and on and on you, you know what i'm saying um shout out to erica badu uh i said email i said patreon i said balessa i feel is there something else i'm missing mango's message oh thank you i did well mango's message okay um youtube that's what else i was forgetting go to youtube so you can watch the mini sodes um mango's message for this week practice open and honest communication um and everything you do and yeah that that i mean that's it that that's what i've just been repeating this whole time making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people um that you trust and you feel safe with um and yeah because when y'all are talking and y'all y'all are on the same page y'all it's clear that you're on the same page it is a great fucking time i tell you it's amazing so yeah y'all be safe make good choices